I'm just home from recording the podcast that you're about to hear. And I am so honored to have had the pleasure of interviewing Melody Solomon. Melody Solomon is a photographer and breathwork healer, amongst other things. To me, Melody is the medicine. I have spent this, I had two photo shoots with Melody so far. The second one was shortly after this podcast um, conversation took place. We were fortunate enough to record our conversation today at our friend Chris Phipps' apartment in the East Village. Um, and so we sat down, did a recording, and then we did our photo shoot. What I want to share about the shoot is that we had some magic, literally. <laughs> there was someone on the street who wanted his photo taken, and Melody not only obliged by taking his photo, but took a bunch, and it was a really cool moment. Uh, she is just everything. I mean, she's just really a wonderful person. I'm honored, excited, and thrilled to share our conversation. You're listening to Access and Expand, conversations that offer you access to information that expands your mind. I'm your host, Tiffany Curran. Hi, Melody. Hello. I am so excited. Usually when I start my podcasts, I have my son with me and we talk a little bit about like whatever, and then we introduce the guest. But I just landed from L.A., Came into the city, and here I am with Melody Solomon. Exciting. Exciting. Happy to be here. I'm so happy to have you. So um, you're here in the city for where? Wow. So <laughs> I come out here on the nicer seasons. I'm in, I'm in the city um, this time, so I like fall and spring. Um, but I'm here for a couple of weeks doing some photo rituals. Yes. Um, and some of the days look like spending half a day with a client, doing some breath work before the photo sessions. So um, this stretch is probably the longest amount of time I've spent here for work. Oh, really? And the first time I've been, you know, that I've introduced the breathing sessions before the photo shoots. Huh. So it's just a big kind of stretching and expanding time for me. Yeah. Even though these are two things that I'm used to doing, it's just that plus the energy of New York City. Yeah. So, um, it's all new training grounds for me in some way. Yeah, because, so for um, for everyone who's listening, Melody Solomon, you can just lift that. Yeah, it's, so we're we're working in, in our friend's apartment. Very lucky, lucky. You don't even have to, that's just, um, here, I'll show you. Hold on a sec. That's a, um, here, you go like this. And then, just, yeah, you're good. So that's up. We're just fixing the mics. I literally drove in. <laughs> I got off the plane this morning at like five, slept for two hours, got my hair done because I'm having Melody do my shoot today. Because your hair looks good. Yeah, my zhuzh. <laughs> I was telling um, one of my friends, Jen, when we were in um, in the L.A., because she's you, um, having you shoot her on November 12th. Oh, that's right. I told her about the zhuzh. The zhuzh, zhuzhing the hair. <laughs> the zhuzh. The zhuzh. Yeah. So you are like the photographer. Like when I say Melody Solomon, everyone's like, oh my God, you're working with Melody Solomon. So you are like the healer photographer, but you also do other photography, like not necessarily just breathwork, but you do all different um, photography, but it's a different vibe. Like I feel like it's not replicatable. Like people will see it and want to do something similar and they can't. And I think that's something with your essence. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really curious to know, because I know you're a breathwork healer. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to know how you got from wherever you were before mm-hmm. to this, because now you're in New York shooting, mm-hmm. and then you go to L.A., mm-hmm. right? And you said you're here for a long stretch. Yeah. So what's you, that? More than usual. I mean, I kind of just tested the waters with New York, so I'd stay a week before. Now I'm staying, like, a couple of weeks. Wow. Um, so it's building. It's growing. Yeah. So your question is... Um, how did you become a photographer? How did I become a photographer? Okay. Um, I've always been an artist. I've always been a creative since I was little. You know, like, drawing on the walls. So I've always been that kind of a little kooky, strange, weird, a little off, all the good kids. words. <laughs> you all know, the good words. all the all the good words. Um, the shift started when I started to embrace those good words, though, you know, quote, good words. Mm. But I was always a creative. And so it started as like painting or sculpting. And so those that's how it came out um, in the younger years. And I was always like a photography hobbyist, never and the truth was I was always I always feared becoming a professional artist because my biggest fear was that I'd lose the the passion for it mm. that it would become like a grind like work and I wouldn't enjoy my craft anymore so um there was a little bit of fear on that side mm. and and I found breath work um let's see 5 almost 6 years ago wow Um, I was transitioning out of a kind of corporate job. I didn't like it. And I started doing breath work. And our teacher, David Elliott, um, at some point just said, keep taking pictures. Yeah. You know, to to some of the writers in our group, he would say, just keep writing, just keep writing. I was like, oh, you never told me to write. Yeah. (laughs) He just kept telling me to take pictures. Yeah. Yeah. So I just picked up a camera, I invested in a, you know, my first DSLR camera, uh, went up to Santa Barbara uh, mm. with a friend, and just started taking pictures, kind of when I first met David. Yeah. And it was just, it got me out of my head, it got yeah. me out of my thoughts, it got me present with my surroundings, kind of like the breath brings you present, um, it opened up my imagination, it... It helped me pull myself out of funks. Mm. So I said, you know, if you, if for anyone listening that has studied David's work, he's kind of big on creative expression. Yeah. And especially for me, attempting to heal a lot of stuff in the second chakra and just stuffing my, stuffing down my creativity to work the corporate job because, you know, holding the belief that I couldn't make it as an artist, you know, or that I would lose my passion for my art if I made it my career. Mm. So um, I picked up the camera in pursuit of healing. Uh, and and so, you know, my friend Beth Barbalia, she was a neighbor in Los Angeles when I was transitioning out of that corporate job. She mentioned David and, you know, when I started shooting some photos, she said, hey, will you, will you take some photos of me for my website? You know, I'll pay you 50 bucks. <laughs> you know, pay, pay you 50 bucks. <laughs> First client, I said, okay. Yeah. So we went up to Malibu and we shot. And then it just kind of snowballed from there. Um, and I started raising my rates the busier I started getting and started working with more people in the community. And 
and then it eventually evolved into uh, or I was noticing a common thread of of things that would come up emotionally for people building up to the days and hours and minutes right before they would be in front of my camera mm. and so were there are common things that you know it brings up all the material around self-image self-worth self-love mm. all these broad stroke themes no matter how and i noticed no matter how far someone was along in their career whether they were starting like okay this is my first website or if they were trying to rebrand and you know relaunch something or launch something new no matter where they were in their career um this stuff would still come up yeah you know uh yeah. is it safe for me to be seen for my gifts are my old colleagues or my family what are they going to think of me mm-hmm. um then it brings up all the things around like body image and imposter syndrome and um i am literally helping them create the images and in their self image right yeah so when i saw a common theme like a common thread come up that's when i go huh i'm going to try this i'm going to try doing some breath work before the photo shoots to see if they can kind of release that anxiety and re- release the nerves and really embody that thing that gift that they're intending to put out into the world with these images yeah and so my dear friend our dear friend um aaron telford love uh, i was like hey can i try something on you really yeah and so i went out i think we were in joshua tree at the time and i did an experiment and i said i'm thinking about this offering and we had shot a few times before and this time i did a private session with her and it was just like you know in addition to her her growth right but what i noticed in this particular shoot is just like softer like softer presence softer gaze or like eyes brighter and something about that um right when you get up from breath work you know no matter like how much you've cried your makeup off yeah there's still this like glow yeah. And their and the you know our faces change and our eyes change and it's like wait what something's a little different did you get a haircut like right after breathwork there's yeah. <laughs> there's something about the face that looks so different. Yeah. And and I think it has to do with us aligning with our essence, us aligning mm-hmm. with the universal flow, you know, and getting out of our own way. And so that a little bit of that fascination of like what is that thing? What is that phenomenon when someone gets done breathing and has a big release yeah. and isn't trying to be anyone else and takes responsibility for their shit? Yeah. What is it about that beauty? And that is a little bit about it, that that's what's driving me right now. Like how can I capture that in an image because it's so intriguing to me. Yeah. Um and it's a it's a feeling, it's a frequency. Um, it's a glow. Yeah. So I try and translate that into an image and like bridging today's technology and, you know, digital cameras and, you know, computer editing programs and seeing if I can 
um, capture that feeling in an image. Mm. So uh, I'm not so technical in my craft, and I know a lot of photographers are looking at a lot of numbers and a lot of meters and things like that, but I'm very much just like, even in my editing process, just really feeling my way through the image and seeing like, does this feel like that person? Mm. So um, kind of going back to this this offering now, it's just being able to connect with someone and help them open up and ground into their body by holding space for them in a private breathwork session before the photo shoot it is just it is just something that brings me to awe every single time yeah and and the two worlds have merged you know my passion for breath work is what started first and it gave me the courage to believe in myself as an artist and at some point i felt like i had to choose between the two but earlier this year, I said, I'm going to marry the two, mm. you know, I'm going to, I'm going to bring them together because it's an experience, yeah. you know, anyone can take a photo. Well, yeah, yes. You know, you got I a nice mean, iPhone, you know, there's other uh, things. Yeah. But it's, yeah, I, I, you know what you're saying, but it's a feeling. I think that's my, my point. It goes beyond the technical stuff. But you also know what to look for. I do. Yeah. But it's like, look, feel hear see like all the things like looking with uh all the senses yeah you know um witnessing is i think that's an art yeah you know if i if i didn't have my camera i also think that it would be um a similar experience and i think that's like the kind of common denominator between the healing and the and the camera work it's just like witnessing somebody yeah and like holding them you yeah. know and in a container that like it's safe to be you like you don't have to be anybody else yeah um so yeah the, the healing work and the photography work um have so many parallels to me and and so yeah this year i married the two and you know one came from the other yeah and one hand washes the other yeah as far as like um like imagination and intuition and the relationship between the two. Yeah. Uh, I feel like, and I think I read it somewhere in David's book, so these are not my words, but that like um, imagination is the playground for intuition. Mm. You know, so as I've been in the city for a week now, doing a lot of shoots, like back to back to back, and like the last two days were the half-day sessions with the breath work and the, um, and the photo shoots. So my... My intuition and my imagination are really getting a workout right now. It's kind of like um, like creative and spiritual fitness yeah. here in the city. Yeah. And it's really interesting to see how like one hand washes the other. How yeah. if I'm not doing my creative work, I I get in my head with the intuitive work. Like I have to help this person. Or I have to. Me- it's like it's very mental. Yeah. Like, how can I help them connect the dots? Yeah. So the 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 imagination and the play with the with the photography helps me just like get out of the way and let intuition do its thing. Yeah. And then vice versa because then when my intuition's flowing then it like it opens up the way that I see things. Yeah. You know, it it helps me feel my environment and see my environment in from a place of just like awe and discovery Mm -hmm. rather than 
how can I logically figure out the framing of this shot or you know what's the composition or so it helps me get out of my head yeah so it's the yeah I think um of being pushed it's like the word is like endurance and fitness right now (laughs) you know what I mean physically spiritually creatively like um taking things to the next level and being able to hold a like it's like stretch my capacity Mm. you know to hold space and to create and and yeah I think I'm in a really big growth phase right now with everything Mm. but the it's it's fulfilling at the end of the day yeah you know it feels good and um excited to see kind of what happens from here you Mm. know I want to remind me to tell you what was said about you at what words were shared of yours at training this weekend um, because it's really important. But I first want to ask, it's really good. You'll be really excited to hear. Um, But first, let me ask you in this growth period Mm. with this intense work, because I worked with you once before. I'm working with you again today in terms Mm. of I hired you. Mm. And I, because I found you through Erin, and then I started Mm. seeing everybody else's work that you did and your personal photography that you took of your, you know, the images that you love. Mm. Um, I was terrified to meet you because you were like, uh, you remember this, right? You were like, because you're like the queen, right? And I was waiting in Dumbo and I was like freaking out. I was FaceTiming all the healers. I know like... I want to see Melody. Like, oh I didn't know what to do with myself. And then you walked by, and I was like, oh, she walked by. Oh, my God. You, like, trip o- did I, like, trip over something? No, but that you... also sounds like me. No, <laughs> but I, when I texted you and I said, I'm here, like, I was trying to, like, knock it in your face. Like, you know, like, it, I hired her for a certain amount of time. I'm not going to, like, breach the boundary. You're like, oh, cool, I'll come get tea. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. And you were just so natural and relaxed. And that natural, relaxed state, that open like no big deal like we're taking photos like it's not we're not like you know rocketing to the moon um made me feel safer and then i remember when you started which i'll have you share your process it was such a softening process for me because you brought me back to my soul and to my connection to spirit instead of like the ego mind of like how do i look how do i look how do i look um but i'm curious to know how do you um do self-care through this because it is intense everyone's coming in with major energy and then if you're holding space for them and then you're doing photo shoots and you're I've again having worked with you I know that you're not like like that like you're not like um doing math mental work you're really shooting from spirit which I think is more draining because you're really in being in your intuition so how do you do that like how do you stay in your body and stay healthy yeah I mean more and more tools appear the more I need them and I feel like you start with a handful of tools and then they get you to a certain point and then you expand your capacity to run more healing creative universal energy as a through you as a vessel and then then the universe kind of delivers a some more tools Mm. so I think that might be a little specific for each individual as they continue to like grow their ability to hold um, to 
not really hold, but just to move more of that universal energy through them. Mm. I think that just kind of naturally the tools and the teachers and the mentors appearing. Yeah. Um, for me, though, how that looks on a day-to-day is um, I do a meditation in the shower when I wake up. So mm-hmm. I shower every morning and uh, I do a meditation in the shower to help cleanse anything like that I may have you know picked up picked up or just like experienced in the dream realm um and just uh just to cleanse the day like a shower so my shower is not just physically cleansing my body but then I'm also working energetically Mm. like two in one in the shower um before I leave the house I have a little bundle of of we'll call them anchors Mm. which are synced to some anchors that I have at my home base and I do yeah um, a little bit of another meditation that generally generally looks like shields and boundaries Mm. and was that you do that with by yourself before you were seeing the client it takes like takes like less than five minutes okay you know Um, and and then after that um just kind of throughout the day if I'm feeling like and I know a lot of empaths kind of feel oh man why am I coughing or why am I you know why yeah. why am I all like um, anxious or am I pissed off like if I, if I can check in and have some extra awareness where I'm not where I'm feeling a little off balance because I don't, I think it's just unrealistic to expect we're going to be in a good mood and grounded and centered <laughs> all day yeah. like to stay like that yeah it's so not, yeah. it's it's a bit of maintenance all day. I mean, like some days I'm, some days I'm on it, and some days I come home like, oh god. Mm. Um, but as much as possible, um, yeah, I'm engaging with some, some anchors, some healing tools that are in my pockets or in my backpack, and throughout the day I'm just kind of washing as I may pick up things. Wow, um, I love that particularly for the um the ritual before the the photo shoots um let's see that word ritual i feel like sometimes people think like ritual like these is this like big performance show you know like mm-hmm. let's call in the directions and there's nothing wrong. i mean i i work with the directions but i don't do like a big show of things you know no. we actually don't need much but what we do do is um we take some offerings which uh, i do get from david you do i do and i love david so much i do, we all I, do. I feel like sometimes i call him in too much because i'm always like <laughs> david <laughs> and then i'm like oh sorry i'm tapping on your energy <laughs> <laughs> seriously right it's hard yeah. he's so he's like such a great safe loving harbor of energy he's a good human yeah, yeah he's a good human he's a good human so are you oh thank so, you so so tell me so you call you get the offerings from david yeah the i get these offerings and it's a lot of um kind of various plants dried plants that he puts together um from his property in the Sandia Mountains, mm. um, some of the sage he grows. So anyone who knows, you know, the sage story that we use mm. in the healing community. Um, and just, I think he, he started to throw in some like rose petals and flowers from their house in in LA. Yeah. And 
so I mean these are these to me they're they are representatives of the earth yeah if I'm shooting in a city right like my ideal scenario is we're out in the middle of nature away from buildings and streets right. and really getting in getting a chance to connect that's easy but now what if we're in the middle of Manhattan mm-hmm. right and and I and I'd still like to um, establish some connection with me who I'm shooting and earth medicine so these bags of offerings are like um, to me the representatives of the earth yeah and and we get to set intentions and we get to mostly say thank you you know just really deepening the exchange with ourselves is like the first step but then to deepen our exchange with other humans like all other living creatures is like the next step right yeah so just bringing awareness to the location that we're shooting on um if i have some time i'll kind of look at like you know who's currently on on that property and then who was on that property before you Mm -hmm. know like who were the original caretakers of this piece of land yeah um so it's because the photo is not just of the person. Yeah. Sometimes what makes a photo is all the surroundings. Mm. So, you know, just a little bit of an exchange for nature's like being a model or for the sun as being my kind of like co-director, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm a one-woman show in what I do, but my support is all around me with the elementals. And so by... Um, kind of aligning with my client in the earth before we start getting into the creative flow yeah it it just it brings in all that extra support yeah it helps the creativity flow and it's uh it's a bit of like a formal opening of a container of an energetic container yeah and so it's like anchoring into the earth but opening up to creative universal flow and establishing establishing like this is a safe space yeah that i you're i've got you yeah you know like i know where we're gonna go sometimes i really don't know sometimes <laughs> i'm living like prayer moment to moment <laughs> but i trust yeah you know so um working with the offerings in the beginning is a good way to align with each other and to align with the earth and to Establish like okay, this energetic creative container is safe and it's open, just like how you would hold hands in a circle before breath group. Yeah, that's what we're doing, but kind of with the earth and the sky and the person I'm working with, we're all like creating the container together. Yeah, and that's what it feels like. Um, before I worked with you, I had worked with two separate photographers. And they were different in their way that they set everything up. Um, And, you know, different genders, different, like, aspects of what they were looking for. Um, And they were fine in what they were doing, right? They were, um, but, like, it just, it wasn't translating for what I wanted. And so when I worked with you, I was like, I knew how beautiful your work was, but I didn't feel my own beauty. And I was terrified. Um, and when you started the offering, I was all of a sudden realizing that I was really small. Like, I'm not this, this ego of life that like everybody's worried about. 
I was like just this little being on this big vast earth that has held endless people in and out coming and going with all sorts of pleasure and pain and I was just part of it and I was just showing my peace and so as I was releasing um, the offerings to the earth I felt so blessed to just be here just be alive and just be able to show up and then as you continued to work through when we started because it was just so sacred and I think so often we don't connect to the sacred aspect of every moment of life right um, and for me like it was just like I'm here I'm with you we're creating something and it was so amazing that my favorite picture you took I said I don't like this side of my face I don't like my nose I don't like my chin like I have like oh my chin's like pushed back my nose and it's my favorite picture because I felt so valued and so held and so connected and my laugh was genuine mm-hmm. and that's not something you can um, teach or learn. It's something that you are mm. or you choose to tap into. And <clears throat> I was just listening on the way over to Ramdas. I am loving awareness. I am loving awareness. Mm. And I was like, I'm loving awareness, right? But that's the feeling, like, I think, because I left and I was like, I love her so much. Like, I couldn't. And everyone feels that way about you because you're really connected to spirit and you're connected to the earth and you're really humble and you value every moment and we feel that so it does feel really held it did feel like a healing session you know and it wasn't even if you were saying stuff like we talked for sure and you're super funny <laughs> I get a little funny in ghetto when I'm in that creative I flow love I mean the I can't help it yeah yeah <laughs> but so with all that it was still really so it was such a ritual, spiritual, divine feeling of like, I healed just a little bit more that day. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. And, um, and what I want to share that was said about you at Healer Training 2, um, Jen Kissling, who is going to be working with you mm-hmm. in November, uh, read her two-year thing that David had assigned. And if you don't know what this means, go to Healer Training 2. <laughs> Um, and she spoke about doing in does that really doing the interior design work of mm. the inner interior the inner body the mm. inner work, and then she said I have to say that those are not my words. So everybody was like, oh. she's like, well they're not my words. I was talking to Melody Solomon about how I'm putting everything together, and she's an interior designer who's also doing in like body work like breath work tarot, mm. and then when you said that she was like this is it. And then she said, was it weird that I, like, credited Melody? I'm like, that's the point. You're supposed to credit the source. And it was really nice because Aaron was there. Aaron's eyes lit up. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, everyone in that room knows you and everyone in that room loves you. And um, so, yeah, so I think you don't even realize how, or maybe you do. I don't know, man. I think You hang I, on to everything you say. <laughs> no, it, I'm, I'm working on receiving all that, quite honestly. Really? I think, like... Um, New York vocalizes a lot of love. Yeah. And um, I'm still working on me, you know, to be really honest. Like, I'm still using the photography to heal. Yeah. You know? And um, thank you, by the way. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, it's true. And, you know, I, I, I can relate. Like, I got when I got off the plane here, I was in my head. 
Mm. What if I mess up? What if, what if, all the what ifs? And then it's bigger than me. Yeah. It's bigger than us. Yeah. And I think, you know, every single, every single shoot, my intention is to get out of the way, is to be an instrument so I can capture and mirror back to people how they're an instrument. Like, Mm. um, I have a longer workshop that I love that I'm probably next year, what I will next year uh, do a lot more with, the art of being seen. And I talk a lot about the parallels with the camera and and healing. And like, I don't have an image if there's no shadow and light. If it's all light, my image is all blown out. Yeah. You know, we need the shadow. Yeah. It's an artistic arrangement. Yeah. Um, and then, and another part of the, this is why I bring that piece up is because I take apart my my DSLR camera and inside of it is a mirror. Yeah. So when people look and they're like, "I love your work," and "I love your work," and I'm like, "I'm just literally holding up a mirror to you," you know. Yeah. And and one of my teachers said that um, when the heart is open, then your eyes open. You can't really change how someone sees the world. But you can, but you can open their hearts. Yeah. And so I think, like continually, my work is is of the heart. Yeah. And the more that I allow myself to bring the walls down and allow myself to receive, also, you know, and um, the more my heart can swell, the more my eyes open, and the more I can see in somebody in so many layers in so many ways yeah so you know i think it all makes sense why david was saying to take pictures to keep taking pictures and it really is an honor because if if there ever was a moment we were to ever compare ourselves to anyone online or in the same field um it's just like every single individual i've worked with has such different magic and medicine yeah even if they're doing the same thing in the same city with the same teacher yeah and it's just like your curriculum your curriculum of your life is shaped by your challenges and therefore there's no way that you can really deliver you know there's no way that it it's like the work translates through you in your own way. Yeah. And so I think for me, like, you know, I'll look at people online, like, oh, who am I going to shoot with? Who is this person? And there's no way that that compares to, like, actually being able to spend a, what, a couple hours or a half day with them and shooting with them. It's just, like, so much is lost in this uh, world of comparison and technology. Yeah. And, and being able to sit with people face to face and spend some time and really like connect and see each other. It's like, Oh, there you are. There I am. Yeah. There that is. We're not that different, but also no one else carries your medicine. So, um, so intense that you see that because the comparison is for me, when I disconnect from trusting the process and trusting spirit I start to go into the ego and really get I attack myself mm-hmm. and you know because I mean this is not a surprise to anyone but Erin is like the pinnacle for me like mm-hmm. I just love her she's so boundary 
driven, but she's also so loving. Mm -hmm. And I don't compare myself to her because she's like, she's my teacher. Mm -hmm. But when I compare myself to others, and usually not people I know, because the people I know I love and I know we're different, Mm -hmm. it can be overwhelming. And then I have to like go outside and look for my snakes. I have snakes like in my backyard. Um, but I think that you, so when you're talking, it's bringing me to Jen because I just saw Jen this weekend. And so we talked so much about you. I like, she's like, can we FaceTime? Like we were going to, I was going to try to FaceTime her while you were here. Um, but she said, she loved that you did a interview with her first. You spoke to her Mm. about who is she? What does she want? Like, what is she here for? She said like, she really took such an interest in me she didn't just say, like, here, we're booking. Show up at this place. Mm-hmm. You made a connection. And you actually were... What you gave her on that conversation was something that she brought mm-hmm. to training to tell everybody that she was able to see, like, oh, you gave her this magical understanding of everything she wanted to do. Mm-hmm. You put it together for her. Mm-hmm. Because you, I, I believe that you are so divine and so connected that you're always seeing like the magic happen so even though it's our own medicine you being the person to to find it and to shoot it and to make that co-creation with the universe is you and I love that you want to make it big something bigger but I think also like really valuing like you're Melody Solomon. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like you're the one behind the camera. You're the one picking the shot. You're the one saying whatever you're saying. You're the one creating the ritual. You're the one holding space for breath work. Like, your art of being seen. Is that what you said it's called? Mm-hmm. I remember you did it, like, last spring or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want to go. And I'm determined this year to come out west to do that. Because you're, you're, you're the medicine, too. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do you feel it? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think I can do work without the camera. Yeah, you know, I think, and I think everyone has the ability to to see people. You know, um, it's it's really fun to shift perspectives and change lenses and um, you know change your focus and um, there's just so many just perspectives. You know, it could be the art of perspective, too. Yeah. And being the observer and being the participant. You know, I just, I enjoy that. I enjoy being able to perceive, like, one setting in, in, in so many different ways and then seeing how various other people can perceive that. Like, that's fascinating to me. Yeah. Um. So, you know... I'm I'm still I'm still learning and growing and I think I'm discovering a lot of myself through working with everybody, mm. you know. So I think in college I was a I was a social major, but I know that one of my professors the assignment was to go out and meet people that look and think and act and believe so differently than you do and see if you can see your face in their face. Yeah. Can you see your face in this in the face of another that looks and acts and believes and thinks so differently than you? And and since since that prompt, since that one college assignment, that's been my motivation, with especially with all these shoots. Yeah. Um, can I see my face in, the, in in that person's face? Yeah. And 
and vice versa. You know, hopefully they could see a little bit of themselves in me too. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a game. That's a fun game that I like to play, and and it's it brings me to awe. Yeah. You know, when once we can establish that, like we're so different and we're not that different. Yeah. Um, and I think that that piece of being able to see your face in somebody else's face, like then the illusion and the separation dissolves, you know? And usually that connection happens when there is some level of vulnerability, you know? When, when yeah. so we, a lot of the times we are walking in nature and in parks and we're talking, you know? The, a lot of the experience of the shoot is the in-between, when we're not taking photos, yeah. when there are outfit changes, or when we're just like walking. Mm. Um, so, there's there's a lot of discovery there and a lot of I approach things with yeah excitement and discovery and and um, like it always leads to awe mm. and then sometimes nature chimes in and there's a you know, magic there's yeah some some creatures pop up and just in divine timing so yeah one of my friends was shooting with you in the spring mm-hmm. and there were hawks flying around her Anna yeah 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 um, so how do you, do you get behind the camera? Because you have to have pictures of you. Yeah. So how does that feel? Well, I, I'm planning a shoot, actually. Are you? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm thinking of how I've got one of my, like, oldest best friends, Rika in San Diego. Shout out to Rika. She's, I was like, oh, you do some cool braids in my hair. So um, uh, I think I'm doing, like, a sick hairstyle. But uh, in the works, <laughs> in the works. Um, getting in front of the camera, I want to do more of that, actually. Because? To feel it. Mm. To feel how it is to be you guys. Yeah. To understand that more. Um, to check my work. <laughs> to check my own personal work, you know? Yeah. Because I would think that um, the way you're speaking. Yeah. Just today. That maybe that is a little challenging. Yeah. Because it wouldn't appear that it would be for you. Because you're so comfortable on the back side of the camera. Probably. Um, so but as I'm hearing you speak about your own vulnerability and I'm seeing how your energy shifting it feels so nice to know that you're still in that you know you know we all are right but to, to see that you're still like working with the feeling of being comfortable in front of the camera because mm-hmm. you're beautiful mm-hmm. and you have such a such an amazing presence because I think there's like a you have a, you're really strong, but you also have a really soft side, mm-hmm. and then that sense of humor when that comes through, it feels really nice. And then I love like when you said like something about something was sick something like I don't remember what you said like sick braids. Like, <laughs> you still have that like youthful because yeah. you're young, that young energy of like you're still like speaking the language. Like I think a lot of times healers come from this either voice of really like elevated language that's hard for people to connect to uh-huh. and you do both yeah and you're so connected it's so nice yeah. um so just because i'm off of this yeah hg2 weekend with david mm-hmm. and he did that two years from now mm-hmm. where will you be and if you were leaning into the energy of two years from now mm. where will you be Dang, a heavy hitter question. Okay, I like this. I mean, um, I've answered this question many times before in HT2. Usually I'm in a little bit of a meditative state, but let's just riff for fun. (laughs) No pressure. 
old am I right now? 36. So I'll be 38 in two years. It's a it's an interesting time to ask that question because I have so much in transition, but good transition right now. But in two years, I'll have a house. Mm. I'll have that dream house that's on my dream board. Mm. Um, would that will definitely be able to host guests, and I can do my indoor and outdoor shoots there. If all goes well, and so next month I'm moving to New Mexico. If all goes well, then it will probably be there. Mm. Let's see, in two years, I'll be doing more international shoots. Mm. What else? You know what? I mean, this whole podcast interview has been about like breathwork and photography. Yeah. But I have to leave room for this third thing that is kind of creeping up behind me. And I like, my head doesn't turn far back enough, so I can't really see it. Yeah. And I can feel it, and it's just kind of coming to my periphery. So in two years, that's going to be more in my clear sight. But I have a feeling it has to do with... um, learning how to continue to weave my gifts into a larger picture of the earth, Mm. of my service to the earth. So breath work was about personal healing, healing my relationship with myself. And the creativity and the photography helped me go deeper into the root of my relationship with myself. Mm And then with that work, offering, you know, groups to the community. So it's like first step was getting right in more right relationship with myself and then offering that to the community. And it feels like this third thing is bigger. Mm. And maybe it's way bigger than me, so it's a little intimidating and it feels big, but I think that um, there's probably a lot of people listening that can relate to responding to some urgency call from the earth from the earth yeah and it feels like the problems or all the system changes that we have to face they feel a little so out of our reach right now yeah and time is ticking yeah so in the next two years i think the earth will probably dictate how i'm meant to show up in my own way Mm. and 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 I, I can't really see that yet. I'll still continue to do what I'm doing, what we discussed in this podcast. But in two years, I think it's going to look like getting my hands in the soil more. Yeah. Um, who knows? It might be. Uh, you know, the question is, how can I use all of my creative and healing gifts right now um, to serve on a bigger level? Yeah. So self, family, community, now like global. Um so who knows what that'll look like mm, but you yeah. feel it oh it's huge yeah I just like shed a couple of tears just talking about I it because it's true yeah. you know it's true and it's scary because I don't know much about it you know I don't I don't have a background in um, permaculture or biodynamic whatever, farming or anything like that but 
how do we restore the balance and health of the earth? It's kind of a big question when you don't have much. But I guess I can't disregard that, you know, my grandfather was a farmer in the Philippines, you know, so I have that in my blood. And so something really wants to come through there. And um, I think that's probably what it's going to look like in the next two years. It's the thing I can't really see yet. Yeah. And just to continue what I'm already doing. Yeah. Teaching more, having, still having fun, still traveling. Yeah. More of an anchor. And yeah. Um, Farming and biodynamics and all that stuff is learnable. Yeah. But the energy and the spirit that you have to want to heal the earth and help and have your hands in the soil and be part of that magic of really giving back to this. I see like Mother Earth as just this so like this sad sort of like why is this happening? Why is all mm-hmm. this happening? Mm-hmm. And for you to be able to come in with love and say, I don't know how, but I'm here. Mm-hmm. That's what I see because you have the magic. You really like your photography, also the art that you do with your photography and the way that you put everything together with the animals and the plants. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I am with you in, in seeing that for your life. Mm-hmm. Um, we're being pushed so hard to like act, act, act. Um, I had someone on a previous podcast, a Kashuk Records reader, who, without getting into politics, had said something like, you know, that sometimes the people that come in to lead are sacrificing themselves to be the the face of something awful so that we can push back mm-hmm. and say, like, no, because we weren't acting enough. Mm-hmm. We weren't so the awareness gets brought through in that re, in that response of like mm-hmm. and I feel that, you know, um, David had said in his podcast when people say in the interview rather, um, how how do I like serve the earth? How do I find my spirit animals? Pick up cigarettes, pick up litter, mm-hmm. pick up the shit on the ground. Mm-hmm. But when you did that and you were like, you were seeing it coming back, and you can't really turn. I felt that energy coming through, as well, because I that's what my and there's the sign. <laughs> I, I felt it, and it felt like this strong, like powerful wind or something so yeah I'm so glad that you choose to feel the call mm-hmm. I'm so excited to see where this path takes you thanks I'm so honored to be able to work with you and to have found you and to have you here for people to understand more about who you are because everyone loves the beautiful photos mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to cry. I know. <laughs> Everyone loves the beautiful photos, but it's like, do you know the beautiful human being behind this that creates, that allows us to open to our vulnerability and not be afraid to be made fun of, not be afraid of, you know, and like, because that's what you do. You're super magic. And um, I really feel honored that you allowed me. Yes, you're beautiful. You allowed me to show give the space for people to see like you're not just taking pictures and it's not just about the photography and it's not just about the scheduling and it's not just about the healers who come to you and who you know tag you in the photos it's about your co-creating sacred space 
you're, you're building sacred space with spirit and with Mother Earth and with the people that you're working with to give them this healing. And I'll say, since you did that offering to the earth with me, which I'd never done before, I'll be 50, you know, in a few weeks. Um, it really changed me, just that offering. A lot of things changed me that day. But the offering to the earth and like the you know, tobacco and just different, find a place to leave it. And I was like, she's honoring the earth in Dumbo mm -hmm. on a, like, a cold, gray day <laughs> where there's people hustling everywhere. You took the time to really connect to the earth and give gratitude and allow me the space to be in the understanding, like arm around me, essentially, mm -hmm. not actually, mm -hmm. um, but arm around me, like we're gonna do this together. We're gonna give gratitude to the space. Mm -hmm. We're gonna give gratitude spirit. And that right away, I was crying and it took me out of like me. And it was more like about this. Mm -hmm. And so I'm so grateful for you. I love you so much. I'm so happy that you're here. Um, and I, I love watching you. I really do. Um, so, so for people who are looking for you, your website is your name. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Melody M E L O D E E Solomon S O L O M O N. On Instagram, is there like an underscore or something? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, there's an underscore between my first and last name. So it's M E L O D E E underscore Solomon. Mm -hmm. And you could probably just start there. We'll have all of her information, all of Melody's information below. Um, so you can read all about this stuff. And of course, like links for David. Uh, last question. Mm -hmm. Do you have a spirit animal? <laughs> How many yeah. do you have? <laughs> um, depends for what function. Many animals for different functions, but... And I guess this is a, a, we'll close it with a little shout out to Erin Telford. Yeah. Whales. She's my, she's my whale friend and um, the, the deep, the depth of the wisdom and the emotions and um, everything that we can ride together from, you know, from the, the material things and the, you know, just like from, from the shallow end to the deep, 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 deep end. Um, she's a real dear friend so we, matching tattoos yeah it, yeah that just kind of happened one oh, day really? in the desert um or similar just but, little things but that our nickname in the desert. is uh, our nickname is like uh, whale babes to each other <laughs> um wb so yeah that really deep presence but just like we're not here to harm anyone yeah. You know, and so, um, and I'm sure there's so much more about the whale, but it's just, um, I'll, I'll, I'll end it with that. Just That's like beautiful. A, a nice, big, loving, deep whale. <laughs> mm. yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much, Melody. Yeah, I love you. Tiffany, I love you too. What a great podcast. I agree. Hi, thanks. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to Access and Expand the Conversations with Tiffany Karen. If you like this, please go ahead and share the link.